It's Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A Podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. It's time to talk about The Simpsons and Treehouse of Horror. My goodness, it's number 34, and it airs this Sunday, November 5th at 8 p.m. on Fox. Joining me, Simpsons writer and co-EP Brian Kelly, as Sideshow Bob would say, Hello, Brian. Well, hello, Jackson. <laughs> it's uh, really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So nice to meet you. I got a uh, I got a 1989 original Simpsons shirt on for the occasion. That's fantastic. Can you open it up a little more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can show you. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And oh, then, I love that. Thank you. And then this is a season one jacket from the. That's crew. amazing. Thank you. Yes. Oh my, my God! Where'd you get that? My father has been a collector and a fan of the show from the very beginning. So oh, I love your father. Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> I wish I had. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, a show that I've loved uh, my whole life, pretty much watching it, and I look forward to these trials of horrors every year. And I watch this one, and it delivers the goods, man. You did good. good. Oh, that's a relief to hear. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, uh, you say you've been a fan of your show your whole life. So have I. And and. You know, I started working there, I think in the year 2000, and I literally, I just like, I, I have to get on this show that, you know, taught me so much about comedy just because I want to be part of the last season or two. And uh, <laughs> now it's, you know, many years later, right. and we're still going. You're still going strong, which is unbelievable. I mean, how important, when you look at the whole season, every season of the show, how important is Treehouse of Horror to all of you? It's the most important show. It's it's we look forward to it every year. Um, it's so fun to write. I know fans really love it. And, you know, you get to be non-canonical and do whatever you want. Um, so the freedom is great. It, it's it's tough to come up with new stuff at this point. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we parodied just about every horror and science fiction movie uh, that anyone's seen. Um, but, it, you know, that, that challenge is that's that's really fun. And, and we love it. We spend a lot of time on it. It's, it's a real labor of love. But yeah, Hollywood keeps making new movies and shows, new horror yeah, movies. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> then you guys are able to sink your teeth into all of them in the next several years. You guys, this year has some really fun storylines. Before we get into the, the stories, I got to know how everybody comes up with the nicknames that come up in the opening credits. That might be everyone's least favorite job. At least if you've been there a while. I mean, I've done so many of these that uh, some some people farm the names out to people on Twitter, X, mm. whatever. It is. And we will honestly, like, the day that they're due, like, we get uh, Alex Duke, who does our post uh, production, a lot of it, um, sends out an email of two or three weeks ahead of when they're due. Everyone groans and goes, oh, God, we got to do this again. <laughs> and And then invariably on the deadline, there's like a half a dozen people who have, haven't done a thing. So we sit in the room and we we sometimes brainstorm all together on them. And there, I mean, it's nothing to gripe about. It's really cool that we get to do this. But when you're trying to do your 20th, um, and the, the name Brian Kelly is not great for it. I don't know why. It's hard to do puns off Brian Kelly. So it's a, it's been a struggle, but, uh, but we'll keep doing it as long as people keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. They're so good. So in the first story that everyone will see Sunday night, Bart becomes an NFT. Do you understand the blockchain at all? No, uh, not at all. Uh, this began with an idea. Jim Brooks really wanted us to, uh, do, uh, to do something with NFTs. We do have one of our writers, Jeff Westbrook, um, was a computer science uh, 
a professor <laughs> before he became a writer. So we lean on him very heavily. He actually wrote the segment. Mm-hmm. Um, we Once Jim said, hey, I want to do something in NFTs, we just said, well, Jeff, obviously he's going to write this. So fortunately, he knew what he was talking about. And every time I tried to make a change, I would say, Jeff, is that okay? And, uh, and he would approve it. And so I think it's, you know, a lot of the gobbledygook in there is pretty accurate. But um, it, it was, you know, it was really finding a way to tell a, a fun story about NFTs. And uh, I think we believe it was Matt Salmon when we were originally pitching. We spent a lot of time pitching these ideas out and they change a ton. Mm-hmm. And he came up with these sort of Snowpiercer uh, tie-in um, to, to envision the blockchain ch- as a block train, right. um, which uh, really th- that's when everything clicked. And we said, oh, OK, yeah, we know how to tell the story. And Kylie Jenner shows up as herself. How was that, man? At last, I will say at last, Kylie Jenner shows up. <laughs> she was super nice, very fun. Um, you know, we, uh, we needed someone to be sort of the mastermind of blockchain technology and the guardian of the internet. And we thought of, obviously thought of Kylie Jenner first. Uh, and fortunately she said, yes. Um, yeah, she was really fun. Super game, which is all you want in your actors. You just want them to be willing to sort of go for it. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it was really fun. It was great. Good. Story yeah. number two is a murder investigation conducted by an adult Lisa. How gruesome do you want to get with some of these stories and specifically this one? Because there's blood and guts galore in these Trials of Horror episodes. This is a messy one. Uh, we always try, I shouldn't say always, but we basically try to have one really gory story uh, because it, it's our opportunity to do it. And I think fans like it. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's what horror, horror should be gory. Um, and obviously, you know, we're a family show, so there's a limit, but we, we kind of pushed it in this one. And because we, we sort of, uh, we wanted to do something with uh, the great, great Kelsey Grammer back as Sideshow Bob. And uh, when we hit on this idea of telling a story set in the future with sort of an alternate history, uh, Jess Conrad, who wrote the episode, I think came up with the idea of doing sort of a David, David Fincher-esque uh, style of storytelling and visuals. And so then that kind of, you know, this, this we, we very early realized this was the gory episode. Yeah. The Gore segment. It is. It is. my One of my favorites. Sideshow Bob. And can I tell you, this is my first time I've ever directed Kelsey. Wow. And it was, it, that was like bucket list, you know, Simpsons. It was really, really great. Uh, he's incredibly funny. He comes in and it's so fast because he's he's perfect, basically. <laughs> you know, every reading is hilarious. And uh, so it was probably 20 minutes total time because he's just so good. And I, I would have liked to have more notes and drag it out, but I, you know, <laughs> I couldn't come up, couldn't come up with any notes for him. Yeah, he's 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 amazing. One of my ten favorite actors of all time. I've met him on a couple occasions, and I've I've watched the new season of Frasier, which is fantastic as well. Oh, is it good? Oh, good. Okay, good. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. A legend, a legend in the business, and with that character, that's it's great that he's back for Trials. But it's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, it's, it's yeah. something, something as a writer you dream of working on. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian Kelly is here with me on the LCJ Q&A podcast. We're talking about Trials of Horror. It's this Sunday at 8 p.m. on Fox. Story number three, the town of Springfield becomes more Homer-like than ever before. And as I was watching this, I go, wow, this must have been challenging for all of the animators. It was. Big project. Um, One of the first things you do after the script is written is, is start working on the designs. And the designs went back and forth so many times with these Homer characters. Um, we have an amazing design team. The director of this episode is Rob Oliver, who's done some of our greatest episodes. He's, he's a genius. 
Um, and the stuff they came up with was just was amazing. Uh, we even got a homerized Kang and Kodos in there. And uh, yeah, it, I, I think people will really love the look of that segment. Yeah, it is striking. It is uh, surprising. And it's just it's just one crazy fun moment after another as different people pop out uh, the way they are. Uh, and and you said Kang and Kodos. I mean, they are two of the most iconic characters on The Simpsons. They they are Halloween to so many people. What do those characters mean to you and to the legacy of this show? They're mandatory in Halloween. They have to be in there. Um, and yeah, they, they just inject a sort of, you know, you, they remind you that you're working on a cartoon and that you can, you have a lot more freedom than you think. Yeah. Kang Kodos are just, they, they, they're, they have to be in the Halloween episode. Um, and they're, you know, voiced by Dan Castanet and, and Harry Shearer. And uh, they're just fun to record, fun to, for the animators to draw. We just, we, we, we love them dearly. Um, and you can't use them most of the time, you know, you sort of need a Halloween episode. So we're, we're going to bring them out. How, uh, how deep into planning are you on next year's Trias of Horror? Well, the writer strike delayed that a bit, um, but we are now full steam ahead. Uh, uh, that one is being uh, co-run by uh, Rob Lezebnik. And so I haven't seen it yet, um, but I'm hearing very good things. And I, th I think it's mostly uh, figured out. Um, it it'll read, uh, we'll read that one in January. Wow. So. Cool. Yeah, so we're getting close. That's yeah, it's it's always amazing to know that you guys have to plan so far ahead and and keep it going and keep the train going. That is the Simpsons. From your perspective, what is the secret? You've you've been with the show now more than twenty years. What is the secret that has kept this family connected to so many all these years and kept the show on the air for so many years? Um, it's really uh, the a writing staff that we a we we get along incredibly well. Um, and we're very good at pulling stories out of each other. Um, so, you know, I've had shows, I've had days when I just come in and told a story about something that happened to a member of my family and someone else will say, wait, wait, that's an episode, you know, and that's how most of these things start, um, is just joking with each other, sharing stories, embarrassing stories, <laughs> usually, uh, and, and then turning them, uh, into the, the best stories come from real things. You know, they're not, they're not. Crazy make em ups, as you could as you could say. There, you know, there's there's a there's a there's an emotional bit of kernel of truth there, and that's like that that's what we focus on. And uh, Matt Selman, who runs the show, is incredibly good at identifying areas. And then the other the other thing, uh, of course, is I saw a great movie, I saw a great TV show. Let's copy this format in some way and make fun of it. And so there's you know there's several ways into a story, but yeah, we've gotten pretty good at it by now. <laughs> you sort of are constantly farming your life for ideas. <laughs> yeah, The Simpsons is as good as ever. And my final question for you, Brian, is I, I met James L. Brooks once at the Critics' Choice Awards in December of 2016. He was there for Edge of 17. And I, I asked James L. Brooks, hey, what are the chances? Are we going to get a Simpsons movie, too? And he said to me, maybe, yeah. maybe. So I ask you, Brian, about seven years later, are we getting closer? And do you really want to see a Simpsons movie sequel happen? Oh, I really want to see it happen. Yeah, that would be really fun. Uh, fortunately, that decision is above my pay grade. So I don't know. It's really up to Jim. Um, and if he if he hears an idea that he wants to do and, he, you know, he's got room in his schedule because he's a very busy man, uh, then, yeah, it'll happen. I, I would love to see it happen. It's a way to tell a very different story than we can tell on the show. Uh, and I know the, the actors enjoy it and, and we all love it. So, um, you know, and I, and I get to go to a movie movie premiere and eat free food. So right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the camp the campaign was unbelievable when uh, all the Springfields were in that contest and I'm near Springfield, Massachusetts. So oh, okay, it, nice. 
such a big deal when the first movie came out in 2007. Our fingers are crossed for number two. What a show. What an amazing show. It's appointment television still for so many, including myself, uh, around the world. And and I thank you for keeping the show going and keeping it as good as it has always been and for giving us another great Trias of Horror. Brian Kelly, happy Halloween and thanks for being Halloween. on the LCJ Q&A podcast today. All right. Thanks, Jackson, so much. I love being here. Awesome, man. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For all these episodes, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and lights-camera-jackson.com. Read these interviews at animationscoop.com. Thanks so much for listening to the LCJ Q&A.